Some days I get crazed. I don't know why it's so relevant. I'll take deep breaths and keep control. Go on. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is the weekly recap episode. Either 19, 20, or 21, we just had a pretty long discussion about this. It's 20. They claim it's 21. I don't think that's true. So, uh, I'm back in the building. Jake's back. Jake, Jake is back. Yay. Everyone clap. Yeah, all right. Here we go. Thank you. Hairwatch 2018 Wonderful. is back in full force. My hair is looking greasy as hell right now. It's I'm super quaffed. Hat. It's gross. It's really bad. He, and, he was wearing uh, a hat all day, and then he took it off, and it's just... It's, I'm happy to be back. I did want to give a quick shout-out to Kat. My girlfriend, who's uh, going to Stanford, Kat, if you're listening, which I know you're not, um, we love you. Good luck at Stanford. Have fun. Uh, did we mention she's going to Stanford? Stanford. Oh, congratulations. Stanford. Not not quite the Harvard. Stanford are we gonna, University. Are we just gonna go with that joke? <laughs> University <laughs> of. Did you say Stanford? Stanford. <laughs> oh, it's, like Stanford, wait, Connecticut. Pan. Pan. Pan-um? I think I can, I, can, I think I can shed some light on the pan pam debate. It's like comb. It's got a b at the end. Um, yes. So we uh we have a full we have a full crowd tonight. Sarah is here. She is not working tomorrow. Let's Yay! give it up for Sarah. Sarah's in the building, everyone. All right. That's the that's the end of the clapping. We're not <laughs> okay. clapping anymore. Like we have Sarah. We have Nick. Hercules is here. Herc, you want to give a shout out? <laughs> Woof. It's quiet right now. Jake is here. I'm here. We have our first, first guest. our first guest that our isn't first guest. isn't related Ryan. to us in any way. Austin is here, our friend Austin. Austin no, I'm sorry, his name's Ryan. My name's Ryan for the week. <laughs> Ryan, how long has it been since Ryan has been on this damn podcast? It's Probably like six weeks. Anyway, but it's been a Austin, tell us a little bit about yourself. We a miss bit you, about Ryan. Myself, uh, chemical engineer, and I work at a bank. That's about all you need to know. Lovely. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, we're not we're not about to bash who you work for or ask you who you work for. So we're just going to gloss right over that. We're happy to have you. Welcome. Really excited to to be doing this. Um, That's what we're here for. We've got a full boat of beers. We've got a full boat of stuff that we did last week. Yes, and um, this week, and this and week, the past three the months. We're uh, we're all catching up. I'm <laughs> back from Boston after a three month stint. He finally there. has some energy. He finally will... showed up. <laughs> I did. I'm actually. I'm in that person. commute I'm here. <laughs> Just for uh, the I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Let's crack into some beers. So we're gonna start off with a beer that you guys had on the podcast. Yes. Yes, we did. We are uh, throwing it back. Boys. We are we're going through the archives tonight, and we are. I'm, I'm actually. So you know what? I'm excited. Uh, we're not gonna go completely through the archives because Jake does need to try Triple Lustra. Um, yeah. That's still a little bit of an archive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, we've we've right. had it, but it's, I guess no, that's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All out with you. All right. So, so yeah, we're starting with uh, Hole Punch Key Lime Pie. We, I'm uh, interested to see how this one aged. Yeah, I am too. It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting interesting guy. Yeah, you guys can have the most of it, and then we'll just have like a mouthful. Um, I'm not working tomorrow. Pour me as much as you want. Yeah, I I do have to work tomorrow because you know Labor Day and. Uh, the Nazis are in control, apparently. That's actually what Labor Day means. They they mean that you're supposed to. It's Rafe Day, day, guys. This Rafe is our Rafe day. day party. Oh, I know. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. No. Um. She's gonna share mine, so you don't need to pour another one. Sorry. Well. Okay. So, um, guys, big news we this week. Big, big, big damn news this year, this week. Okay. Wait, I, let's hear it. Have we hit me with it? <laughs> we're we were I'm, on Friday night. Uh, oh, I'm going right. live with this. Okay, right oh, now. Fuck. Oh shit! Um, so, 
I want you guys to understand that you can come and hang out with us while we're podcasting. I don't know why. You what a nightmare that sounds like. Huh? Right? We're terrible. Oh, we are the worst people. We are going to roast you live. Find your way um, onto the pod. Yeah. This is Couch Brewery is going to have us in the brewery on Sunday, September 30th. From 3 to 5, we're going to be recording. We're going to have microphones. We're going to have Jake FaceTiming in on the big screen. We're going to be fucked up. We're going to be so We're not actually going to be Sarah fucked up, but we're going to be, oh, we're gonna no, be no, fucking it up. No, no my anxiety lessons. is like already up here Listen. about this. It's so going to be. They ha- yeah, so it's going to be Liddy. We went in. We talked to Carrie. <laughs> they have a lovely oh, person. Have, oh, we freaking love Carrie. Yes. Carrie, oh, if you're Carrie, listening, man. Carrie, love you. Fist bump. Air fist bump right now. Ready? There it is. Nice. So right. great yeah, audio content. Yes. <laughs> we do that all the time. We do. Uh, we have no idea how podcasts work. <laughs> no. How how many times? Can you see this? us? 20, Absolutely not. Nineteen. Who yes. Who cares? <laughs> the people. The the Dutch. They care. They do. The Dutch yes. care. The Dutch us. love us, and we love the Dutch. All right. Anyway, continuing yes. on. Okay. Yeah. So, so we, we sat down with Carrie on Friday, and we hashed out a plan. Set up a plan. Uh, yeah, so we will be going. They have, they have an intercom system, sort of, or a PA system. It's a PA, a PA system, and we have some microphones. So we are going to be talking while people are there enjoying their Sunday. Yeah, this is gonna be horrible. We're it's gonna, gonna be, be the worst. To people, yeah. we are the worst. We will be planning though because we have to. <laughs> yes, because that this is gonna be a train wreck if we don't. Yeah. But the uh, the other side of that is we are gonna have Carrie on that day, so we're gonna interview him. We're gonna talk to him about some stuff that's going on with the brewery, and uh, hopefully, you know, it, it'll be mutually beneficial. So if you guys are listening to this, please come out September thirtieth. It's a Sunday afternoon. We're going to be there after brunch. Yes. So get your brunch on. Come down to the couch. Hang out with yeah. us. Please take it, us. Please take whatever. it easy on us. We, this is our first time doing this. We do this in a literal basement right now. All right. To the rest. Also, <laughs> arrive alive. Yes. Please be safe. Uh, yes. We are going to work. We're going to try to contact Uber and see if we can get like a little promo code for you guys. <laughs> that's oh, not going to happen. Great, but yeah. we're going to we're just going to throw it out there. All right. And act like we're going to get that. So we're going to get into beer number one now. This is Key Lime Pie Hole Punch from Hitchhiker. Um, we're, I'm going to kick it off to Austin. All right. What, uh, what's, your, what's your impressions of the beer? Tastes as much like Key Lime Pie as any Key Lime Pie I've ever tasted. Right? It's good to hear. Um, <laughs> no, but it's got, it's got some citrus to it also that I mm-hmm. wasn't really expecting. And it's uh, like my the first taste, was I got mostly just the Key Lime and... Every sip after, I'm getting like I don't know some orange and a little bit of grapefruit maybe in there. Mm. So it's got. I'm a little getting bit. so I'm getting a lot of limes, not so much keys. Um, <laughs> I mean, I do get a little I bit of a copper so tone. So. Yeah. <laughs> you can go back to Boston now. Yeah, I we'll, think we can end this. We'll see yeah, you next week. Hey, all right, and that was and Jake for the week. Food. Thanks everybody. <laughs> all right, I will say a lot of like the pie flavors, like the graham. It, I yeah. feel like it's definitely gone away. Right. Because it was absurdly i actually don't know how much we had been drinking by the time we had this on the podcast but the, it was very like it tasted like full-on dessert this i'm really only getting like lime and it tastes more like beer now i feel like it's that's got definitely like subsided for sure yeah i think that there's a lot of beer forward flavors yeah i still get a lot of like vanilla though mm, like a sure. very like for sure yeah like it's it's not just the lime like i mean the lime is the the first thing that you get for sure. yeah. but it's uh, it's definitely changed over a couple weeks here. 
Um, yeah, I think I would have liked to try it when it first came out. Yeah, um, this is one of those ones you don't want to sit on. It's okay. I'm not crazy about it. Uh, it's a little sweet for me. Yeah, I think. That's, uh, I think that's what I loved about it was like it tastes so much like dessert. I'm like, God, how the hell are they doing? But this? especially though, if it's lost some of those characteristics, some of that profile, then you're just getting the sweet. You're just left with that, and you're right. Not, you're right. not really getting. It's the not full quite experience. as complex as it yeah. was. Before. Yeah. Um, not to say that there's anything wrong with Hitchhiker's beers. I think that just been sitting. It's just been for sitting. A while, so. Yeah. So I mean, which um, it shouldn't be. I mean, no, no, no. You're right. Breweries and they say. Keep it fresh. Drink it's it. in fresh. Yeah. Well, so let's uh, let's power through this one. Um, anybody got upcoming events in the next couple of weeks? Anything going on brewery related? I don't believe so. so no, I mean as far as as far as the group here, uh, we're gonna be having some people come visit Boston. Uh, so I'm not sure how that will work necessarily with the podcast. That's gonna be interesting to see how we can navigate that but uh i'm going to be taking people to my staples in boston the ones that i've sort of developed into my most repertoire. commonly attended yeah repertoire yeah i think i think when i make it out to you i'll probably be leaving before it's time to actually record on sunday uh, sunday evening but uh yeah but nick i think you guys you're going to be there through a weekend and through that tuesday yes likely, right so you guys at least should be able to um, record down there. To be honest, that means that I'd have to carry all my equipment with me. Yeah. Mm. So well, Alex would have to. Sounds set like an extra carry house or something. Oh, yeah. I guess I yeah. could do that. I mean, Alex, it's really not that difficult. All you have to do is, yeah. you know, load up the program just and hit record. <laughs> beep, boom, sitting, just me sitting at the bar by myself. Beep boop, beep boop. Boop boop. Press a few keys and just kind of. Yeah. And I mean, if you don't know the well. keyboard shortcuts, then well, fuck yeah. Um. <laughs> so. Soda. Austin, uh, what is your craft beer experience history experience? or experience? So, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's get some. Yeah, let's get some. I think first uh, first craft brewery I ever went to was with Jake, Cat, and our friend Anthony. Actually, I think we went to Grist House, and then I don't even know where else we hit up that bit. Dry Log and a few other places. Now, the artist formerly known as Dry Log. Strange yeah, Roots. Roots. Mm-hmm. Did they change? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Uh, so I've been back to those places a few times. Uh, been to Dancing Gnome uh, a couple times, and to Hitchhiker most recently today. But you are an avid beer drinker. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that yeah, yeah I have I have no idea what your history yeah, of so, beer is. So yeah. So I I'm, mean, crushing natties in college is one thing, but now that no, you're we go out. Not we my ever really yeah, drank. Not natty. my favorite beer. No, yeah. no, we. So <laughs> I think I really got into beer when I was on co-op actually with uh, the aforementioned. Jake, Cat, and Anthony. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, so what... Lancaster's a weird place for beer, though. Like, Well, so there's a few craft brewers that are, that's that what are I'm popping saying. up. Yeah, like, um, it's it's interesting that that area is growing the craft beer community because yeah. they're really, like, podunk, kind of low-key, you know... That's true, that's but at the same, same time, it's harsh. It was kind of harsh. It's harsh, man. Yeah, your your hometown sucks ass, Austin. Yes. I mean, uh, that's not what no, I'm, I think. It's honestly, I don't think anyone. It's not as bad as podcast, I think. The worst think part about it is that it's just in the middle of nowhere. Like if yeah. you were to if you were to take that city and the way that it's developed and placed it somewhere that was close, like much closer to a big city. Like if it was if it was just outside of Philadelphia, like twenty or thirty or even minutes, Harrisburg. Yeah, right. It not would that be you would ever want to be close to Harrisburg. Yeah, Harrisburg is sure. also awful. Um but, it would, I think that you'd get a lot of people going out there all the time. Well and I think there's this misconception though too over the you know, over the 
years, I think people just think of Lancaster as being this Amish town, and it's it's yeah. really developed a lot, for yeah. better or worse, but, there, I mean, there's a lot of people living in Lancaster County now, and I don't think people really realize that. Yeah, and I mean, it's not that far from Philly. Oh, right? it's real central, too. I mean, it's an hour and a half from Philly. Well, that's what I think is cool about their craft beer scene, is that they get a lot of beers from a lot of different locations. That's, that's um, another point. I mean, point. as far as, like, Pennsylvania having very strict liquor laws and all that kind of stuff kind of dampens that a little bit but i've seen stuff from you know maryland virginia we, mm-hmm. we used to go to a place called bull's head which is uh in Lidditz, pennsylvania which is like just probably about 15 or 20 minutes north of like downtown lancaster quote unquote yeah quote unquote downtown <laughs> That's, yeah, so main from, street we'll call it main street there. yeah right. so where where are you from let's let's yeah, I'm from so uh, I'm my high school is called Mannheim Township. It's in this uh, area. Wait, you said that for so quickly, I didn't even. Mannheim Township, Man- not to be confused with Mannheim Central, the oh okay double A football powerhouse. Not to be confused with Mannheim Steamroller. No, the it, king of not that Christmas either. music. No, not him. What right. Trans Siberian Orchestra will have something to say about that. Uh, well, <laughs> the Trans Siberian Orchestra can choke. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Wow, it's a good thing Matt's not here because he would. Oh my god, he, we would he be might in a fist leave. fight right now. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Uh, uh, Matt has been known. Matt has been known to attend so and listen to. Some I mean, you guys really like Sarah Nick. Really I, I like, like the aggressive music. music. Yeah, I know. It's I know. true. I like. I can't. I can't. I I don't think I've ever heard like a a, a non metal song and well Excuse you played. Me. Sh- we were listening. We were listening to Fall Out Boy and there was some uh, what's the. Um, my Ocean Avenue. Yeah, Yellow Card. Oh, yellow, yellow Card. card. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're like, they're like, yeah. They're we're like we're pop, pop punk. Pop punk. Yeah. People. Pop punk heads. With yeah. the metal, like, uh, evolution, right? Yeah, so, like, you love bands that talk about death. <laughs> I was going to say that My Chemical my chemical Romance, that's not metal, like. No, not, they're, they're, they're definitely, definitely totally pop, pop punk. punk. Yeah, yeah, they're totally pop punk. They um, fucking rock. They do. We were just talking about them. Right they now. rock yes. my I went socks. to when I went to emo night. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Yeah, uh, I went to emo night and they were playing some hardcore MCR, MCR. type. Love it. I love it so much. Bands and things. So yeah. Um, remember, remember Belvedere's in Lawrenceville had the uh, sadder days night. That was basically what it was. <laughs> emo night at the Brighton Music Hall and uh, DJ Power emo Honor. night Brooklyn. Belvedere's uh, in Lawrenceville Power actually Honor. sucked really badly. Like he was like. He was like trying to hype, but he had like people with him that were like trying to hype up the crowd, and I was just like, "You guys are yeah." No, I remember losers. listening like... to on the last pod you talked about. <laughs> <laughs> so Austin is literally the only person that actually listens to our podcast, man. Other than Carrie, other I mean, than and half the of the Netherlands, and <laughs> half of the Netherlands. What can yes. I say? I got some. I just, I just envisioned the people in the Netherlands like putting a single speaker in the middle of like a town square <laughs> and just listening to the podcast. <laughs> so it's actually. It, even though we only get like 60 listens a week, it's more like a thousand because they just have like, you know, these like older generation Netherlandians come <laughs> to the town Netherlandians. center. Come to the town yes. center and their babushkas and listen to our <laughs> podcast. But they're all sitting there, but they're all sitting there cracking Westies. Like, yeah, let's fucking rage. Like, Pliny the Elder is actually from the Netherlands. Little known fact. Oh, uh, all right. Well, we're going to crack into beer number two. And... We're going to crack into beer number two. This is another throwback for you guys. For me, this is the first time I get to try it. This one's called... We're so excited I'm about this beer. Triple Lustra. Lustra, Lustra, Lustra. This one just came out a couple weeks ago, right? Unnecessary. It did. There was a... The echo was... You could... 
August first was Lustra August fourth. August fourth was Lustra Day. Um, that's a month though. That's yeah longer than I was thinking. So this is a um, variant of one of the best uh, beers that Dancing Gnome makes. I said honest. this. I said this last week, and I will never not be saying it. They they fucking killed it. Yes, this every single event one of them was, was phenomenal. phenomenal. And I talked to Chris today, and I was like, can I get a half of Lustra? And he was like, oh, you want a half Lustra? And I was like, if you have one, you better fucking give it to me. <laughs> because I had Lustra today and yesterday, and oh. it is so fucking good. Yeah. I think it's my favorite beer in Pittsburgh. It, You've said that before. It's, it's pretty damn it's good. So da- um, that so and I got to give a nod to Hazedelic Juice Grenade from... Mm, from Hazedelic is a great beer. God, it's such a good beer. Oh, man. And they don't, they don't have it enough. I feel like uh, they have it like like eight months out of the year though, so but that should be that's, a, that's a staple beer. You need to have that. Yeah, they need to have round. it like Camp Slap Red. That's right, where it's just year yeah, round. Except Camp Slap Red's not even close to as good as that. No, but I will say um, Fire on the Hill. Yeah, is pretty close to it that. Is, it's really good. good. Yeah, Fire um, on the Hill is very good. I I thoroughly enjoy that one. So we're gonna get into this. Yeah, this is my I'm, first try on the Triple Lustra. It's got a hell of a nose on it. It's dank it as hell. It's dank as hell. Like, after a couple weeks, it's gotten more, like... Beefy. Arom- aromatic. <laughs> aromatic. Aromatic. Not, not aroma. Ar- aromatic. Uh, aromatic. Doesn't yeah. usually, doesn't it u- he usually lose the, the aromatics? I, I think it changes. I don't know that it necessarily loses it, because you're going to smell something, right? <clears throat> but it definitely gets... Like this, this wait another three months, right? I wouldn't sit on this for more than another week or two, yeah, no. to be honest. Most because of the, I mean, other than like the barrel aged things that have already been aged, like, right, of course, you can let that sit, but that shit just gets nasty. Which I'm so so happy we stopped doing the the cellar beer of the week because that just got to be too. I much. really do want to crack into the BYS today, but I um, uh, we'll probably we'll we'll push see that where out. the night takes us. But um, Jake, what are you thinking? Did you try it? It's unbelievable that this beer is 11% alcohol. Oh my fucking god, I know. Nobody warned me. Uh, <laughs> nobody's going to. So it, it's, sit on it and rotate. Well, especially with, I was, I was about. <laughs> <laughs> sit and spin. Yeah, we just, we bring people here to just fucking shit on them the whole time. Yeah, yeah go fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. We just <laughs> everyone. No, I, 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 I it sucks because I normally it. it's me at the brunt of the joke and it, now it's Austin, and like Austin Why does is that pretty suck? much. You should feel happy that we're not. No, but I feel bad. I feel bad back. because he gets. We always roast him all the time. <laughs> anyway, like I feel like he should come in here, and this should be a safe space. It is for a beer. safe space. I'll be honest. Uh, I'm not a fan of the safe spaces. If you know what, like I. Uh, we're gonna cut that. Try yeah. again. All right, we're so you know what? I, I really want to say anything. though, we don't cut anything. I feel like uh, we'll cut that. I feel like Austin is the one person that we could have on the podcast and just fucking roast him. I feel like he can take it. I can't disagree I feel like with you, but I want to know why you say that. No, I, I just feel like you, I, I feel like you have the mental force. He's such a fucking easy target. <laughs> no, 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 go home and cry himself to sleep because we roasted him on the podcast. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I <laughs> no, feel like he has the mental fortitude to take yeah. it. That's no, true. We're very, no, he's no, a we're good, like, he is we're good extremely happy you're on the podcast. We're, we're glad that we're actually getting people with different perspectives because people literally just listen to us bullshit. <laughs> right, like we're just talking shit the whole time. for 90 minutes. Jake's so fucking 
fucking boring. Yeah. Just like <laughs> I never say that out loud. I just say it to Sarah usually. A, a bunch of brothers. Yeah, you guys and fucking suck. Well. Okay, I'm. It's like nine o'clock. It's been a long ass weekend most of the time. I gotta wake up at six fucking thirty in the morning to go. So to work. do I, and I have to drive home. <laughs> no, right? that's my favorite bit on the whole podcast, though. Is is trying to decipher what Alex and Sarah are whispering about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy you pick up on it because we literally do it every yeah, week. And it's always, I mean, if you can hear any of the words, it's always taking a shit right on Jake's face. <laughs> 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 steamy dumb. Okay, yeah. so Jake, give us your uh, your rundown of the beer. So from nose to... So I it honestly taste, uh, having had Lustra this week and then even thinking back to like when we had... Double, Double Lustra. So the, yeah. the first can release that I that I think I really went to for Dancing Gnome was Double Lustra this past holiday season. Mm-hmm. That's when it all started. And, oh man, that was a rough time. And it was. I didn't even go. We were in it the, was a we lot of fun, but it, at the same the time, room. I don't really like it because you kind of just you go, you get a beer afterward, you kind of just hang out for a little bit, and you leave. I don't know. I wish it was like more of a I love that a, like encompassing <laughs> event. But this tastes very similar to what I remember Double Lustra tasting like during that that time period and i'd imagine based on what sarah was saying in the group chat a few weeks ago during luster day that double and triple were very similar and that's probably what i'm getting most yeah mostly is yeah the, this the fact that it tastes so much like what i remember double tasting. so having a couple weeks on it it definitely has a little bit more booze flavor to it but I the agree. finish is still really clean yeah. Well, so yeah. It's, before you even told me it was eleven percent, I was gonna say just for the for the flavor profile that it has, it's incredibly smooth. Like there's a lot going on, but it still goes down so easy. It's yeah. so yeah. high in alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so ridiculous. You could see just sitting and back so and many... crushing five of these though, and not even noticing. Yeah, and then you're and then on the floor the next day and going, "What the well, fuck happened?" Well, then you stand up to <laughs> go to the bathroom and you're actually on the floor. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's my biggest issue with a lot of a lot of like New England style doubles that people do is that they're just like. They're too like, they kill the way ABC. too hoppy or way too resiny or or whatever it is, and I don't really get any of that. Like this is still very fruity. Like I like Lustra because it's very fruity. Yeah, it's it's and a this, very New England style triple. It, which, I think it's a good. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's like very minimally like hoppy. Like I don't get any like bitterness to it at all. It's. I feel like it's a little bit like sweeter, probably as a result of like the higher alcohol content. It's a little sweet. This yeah. is. A, it's a very good like transition from single to double to triple. I think. And yeah. I. We're not. We don't have them lined up right now. Yeah. But having had single. And hat. And ha- Honestly, like you guys need to do how again because I have I, one left that. Yeah. He should definitely try. We definitely should try that. Yeah. Um, that so maybe we'll was, get into that next, but. That shit was good, and it's like three and it's like three point eight percent. Oh like, man, give me all it's, of that. I don't give a shit if it's six dollars a pint. Give me all of that shit. Yeah, all the time. It was, it was such a rounded day because you didn't have to focus on the heavy to have a good time. Yeah, because like drinking half Lustra made you feel like you were still drinking a beer, right? Whereas like you crush a Miller Light, you're like, oh, it's just water. Water. I'm gonna have thirty of them. Like. But the half lusher still had enough flavor where you weren't like, you know what? I need seven of those to feel anything. You you need one and you get the the feeling of it. Yeah. So it still had it still had like that IPA character that I love. Yeah. And it's just so crushable and so good. <laughs> like oh, Well, I, I feel that 
That's about Lustra. That's shit. Yeah, and Lustra's so like what six percent? Oh, yeah, or almost. It's I'm crazy. so five point eight or something. I'm yeah. so happy they they continue. To that's do that what I, yeah. That's what I like about them is that they they definitely they keep doing the ones that people like a lot. You know, they've yeah. had stuff in the past that like didn't really do, go so well. Yeah, it didn't really hit on the head. While, right? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. You we, see Lustra pretty much every every month like two months yeah i want to say there it's pretty much constantly in the fermenters yeah right because they come out with it every two months it's there for a couple weeks and it's gone um but this is that's that's also another conversation though um would so i know we talked about this on the podcast a couple weeks ago and i don't think you were on that one jake i think that was whenever uh we did it on tuesday night um so you and austin i want you guys to weigh on on this um do you think that these, like, smaller craft breweries should have, like, oh, fixed, uh, like, fixed drafts? Like, something that they always have. Like, uh, I mean, Sierra Nevada, right? Pale Ale. Everybody thinks of Sierra Nevada Pale Ale because you can see the green bottle in your head when I say it. Like, something like that is marketable because it's so uh, recognizable, mm-hmm. right? Um Dancing Gnome doesn't really have that, just as an example. Like, Hitchhiker doesn't really have it either. They they do so many different things right. that you can't really keep up with, oh, you know what? You have to go to Hitchhiker on Tuesday in July to get this beer, right? You, you can't say, oh, it's uh, a Wednesday in October and get the same beer because they're not going to have it. I, I think it really depends on, one, what you want to do to your marketing strategy, and then also, and it's related to marketing, but the following that you already have. Like, Dancing Gnome can get away with that because they have such a following. They have people who, like, will stick by them. That's a good point. Yeah. Regardless of what yeah. they do, because everything they put out, somebody's enjoying, you know? Right. Um, but it is really tough, I think. Um, it, it's, it's tough to find a staple if you're that early uh in in i don't know your life as a as a brewery yeah yeah but at the same time you would almost think like if you don't have one beer that you think of as a staple then it's gonna be tough to get into business in the first place like if you get past that first hump which dancing known just that example but yeah yeah, they're well past that yeah you don't need it but to if they're gonna expand to any anything more than just a like sub-regional level right i think yeah at that point you probably do need to have something of a staple for people to look at you and go oh like i know that shit yeah yeah that's what i think too is i i i i just i think that a lot of times you go there or not even not even a lot just sometimes you go there and like there are some like even like now like i think that they have like they have, like, an amber, like, Suadaz still on tap. So, like, they have stuff that's not exactly, like, representative. I would say, like, I mean, they they did the collaboration with that Colorado brewery. I, I don't really remember the name. New Image. New Image. Um, and they have, like, stained glass ceilings. So those are, like, those are pretty standard for them. But when you have stuff that clearly isn't selling that's on tap, like, it's not exactly representative. I will say that oh, that yeah. practical romance though is probably one of my favorite Delicious. collaborations. Yeah, I mean they've they've done like probably what like three or four over the last like month and a half, and uh, by far that's the best one. That yeah, out. 
Yeah, I, I, like I, I wouldn't foul. say there are bad oh, beers. Party, oh, also Party Foul. Party, party Foul, I think, is... Party Foul was one of... Oh, yeah, you had a couple of those today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, well, I well, was yeah. handing them out, but I haven't yeah. done the other night. Um, I think that Dancing Gnome doesn't have a staple necessarily, but they have a group of staples, right? So, like, yeah. if you think about it in that That's way, it's true. not like you're going to go there and find that same beer that you love every single time you go there, but if you keep up with it, at least semi-regularly, you're going to find something that you remember from a couple months ago or a year ago or something like that, right? You have the spy dolphins of the world and the infinite highway exquisite and bees. exquisite beasts, beast, yeah, and pretty much all Lustra, the doubles, doubles, yeah. like yeah, all that stuff. So I don't necessarily have a strong opinion on that, but it would be nice to be able to go there and and have a beer that. I know that I really like if I if I'm looking at the list and I don't see something that is like really sticking out to right. me. Right, and you say that at Chris House a lot because like they have some newer things, but you know you can always fall back on um, on Hazelic because you know it's gonna be good no matter what. So it, I think it would be nice. I mean, and I think it's love- not, I don't think it's as much of an sorry. I don't mean to cut you no, off, no. but <laughs> I don't think that it's as much of an issue for Dancing Gnome as it is for Grist House because if you go to Grist House, sometimes they have like a really weird list at the time, and you're gonna. For me, I'm not looking to get like a weird brown or red ale or something like that. I mean, they they do some of those like the sours and stuff like that, but when you go to Dancing Gnome, it's like, oh, they don't have. You know, spy dolphin, but I can find another double that is similar enough that I'm not really too worried about it yeah. necessarily. But the other thing that I don't like about Dancing Gnome is that they don't do descriptions very well. <laughs> I mean, you're, they you're not wrong. And I they agree. don't. No, I totally and they don't, agree. Yeah. They don't give you an opportunity to really like figure out what the beer tastes like. But I guess they're all they're all similar enough that you, you're sort of just like you know. So they do in the emails. Okay. Like they give you, they give you like the hot breakdown, everything in the email, but they don't do it at the brewery. Sure, but if if I'm like, like coming off the street to. and like it's a well-known yeah. place, right? If you're coming to Pittsburgh and you're into craft beer, you're probably looking at going to Dancing Gnome. But they're, if you're, they're so well known, like everywhere. Yeah, they are. They I mean, really are. I don't, and that's like, the thing. I, I don't. And that they don't really before, need like, to do that because all the people, I guarantee, all the people that, that were there today with us have been there multiple times right right yeah and i also didn't mean to like divulge into this just dancing gnome conversation yeah, yeah. no but, no yeah but, i mean, but I mean it's just a, yeah right we were there so today that, so it's you know, it's yeah, like it's sort fresh of in the front of my mind this at this point um it, i do like seeing some staples from some places but even if you I, look at places yeah. that i go to in in boston like you go to treehouse and they always have they might not have something that I've had before, but they have like their staple of like eight or ten beers right. that they make all the time, and that's yeah. like pretty much all they make. And they do variants based on that. It's the same thing with Trillium too. Yeah, if they do. They'll do like free rise, or they'll do you know these Fort different point. Yeah, yeah these like different all those. beers where they they mix it up a little bit. They do different hops. They do uh, you know they'll add fruit into it or something like that. And that's that's what I think is cool. But I, there are there are some times where I just want to go and have a lustra. Like mm-hmm. there's been multiple times where I want to have that like beer, that or, beer that you go yeah. to, like mm-hmm. you just go to every time. And I want to go and I want to have that beer. And if it's not there, and I'm like, I don't really want to like take a chance on this beer and pay six dollars for a pint of something that I've never had before, and I have no idea what it's gonna taste like because I can see what the hops are and like what it generally tastes like, but. 
Yeah, I really don't know. Like they, they, they might have another, just standard IPA, but there's no guarantee that's going to be as good as Lustrous. Like right, they know how to make these beers that are so so good, and they try all of these other things, but some of them don't always hit as hard as as Lustra does. Which I and like you would think like, you know, there's still like there are a bunch of regulars, but there's still. There's still a bunch of new people that are constantly coming there that you want to have something that you're like, this is kind of like our flagship. This is something we have, you know, like, yeah, I do. I do like to see that, like similarly, but also, I guess, dissimilarly, well, kind of tangential to that is like, um, (laughs) that's a a damn SAT word. I I appreciate it. Austin's got a very good vocabulary. Someone's got to give me 25 cents for that. All right. I have no. Here's a. That's what the quarters. Here's a southern tier. Southern tier koozie, guys. Guys, I think I won the podcast. Yes, you did. You can take that home with you. Whoa. But no, like I, I think, I think we were saying earlier how like there's a difference between if you're if you just have this local following and if you're trying to actually expand. Yeah. And if you're gonna expand, then you do need that flagship beer. Because you need new people coming in. Yes, and, and you, you want need, them to be hooked you need by something. To be drawn, right? Right. I fully, I fully agree with that. But yeah. if, if if they really do want to just stay in this area, though, they have the following, and the following is going to grow, and you have th- this entire craft uh, brewery following community, community yeah. that really loves trying new beers. So if you don't have a flagship, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Right. And here's I another totally thing agree. that I wanted to bring up that just came back to me. It's tough to do that staple if you don't have, and I'm not, I, I'm not sure if you guys touched on this, but they, you know, you don't necessarily have enough tank space to just devote an entire right, fermenter every single week or two weeks or month to that beer. That's a really good right? point. Right. And, and, yes. and yeah. because, and a, a lot of these people are very like creative type personalities, so they always want to like push push that bar up a little bit higher and be like, where can we go? What can we do? That's a little bit different than what we've done before. And, and I they don't want to just keep doing the same shit over and over. Yeah. And I, I can understand that from my perspective, I would like to see these smaller type places stick to one beer and, and just do it very well and keep doing it as much as they can. But you, you also want to try different things and you just can't devote that much space when you're only running a, a maybe like a 10 or 15. And it's tough system. to build a business that way too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think, so I think you see a lot of that they, with they Hitchhiker. Can, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they can get away, like Hitchhiker and Dazenham can get away with it. These other places that we're not super huge fans of, like they, their experimental stuff like isn't always great. And even their standard stuff. Is yeah, and the thing so. is, we're being like very nitpicky with this because we True. we are at Dancing Gnome all the time. Like when I'm in Pittsburgh, I'm right? I, I mean, much that's make a point of going there, right? It's like it's one but of those things where it's like we like all of their beer. That's but I think the upper to, re- to really of, get to right. the point where like they would be widespread. I they could like, they could have a beer. I think that they could yeah, market. I would to actually be like. I would like to talk flagship. to someone who isn't really a huge fan of Dancing Gnome. Not really for, like, I mean, Sarah read some some untapped post from some woman who said it was, like, too busy. Like, I don't need you mm. critiquing, like, the, the, the mood. business. Yeah. Like, I need you critiquing, like, the, the beer. So. Not child-friendly enough. 
oh. again. Oh, children we don't, don't belong. Don't, don't start that because I don't right. go off. So, but I I do want to I, I do want to shift gears a little bit and talk about our weekend because we went out Friday night and hit a couple of places that we don't yes. normally hit. I was at so I have been to Dancing Gnome four times in the last three days. Jesus, within I think it was within like thirty. We love them. We do. Even me, I'm sorry. Like I honestly, I feel it. I it still it feels weird because I feel like they're like, why the hell are they here again? I'm like, and like by the time we went today, I was like, I've literally had all of these already, (laughs) and like it's like. It, you don't need to go to these places every multiple times. Day. No, yeah, you don't. I just like to be there. And Jake was back, so like clearly we have to go because he's back. Like you, you like it. It's good because you know it's going to be good no matter when you go. Right. Like we don't really. We just we just love it there. We like the atmosphere and the people put up with our shit, which is a a big thing. Right. For me at least. So, but God. good transition. We went to couch. Friday night, right? Yes. And we were hanging out, talking to Carrie, the head brewer, and the dude is just like the most laid back individual ever. Like, oh, honestly, true. he really is. He, and and he loves everyone. Like, if you're in his place of business, he loves you. One of the blue collar guys who like did this in the middle of the night, right? Too. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. He has a full daytime job, and. Are, his, are we sure about that? He, I know what he does, yeah. and I'm not going to say it. But he he came because I I did the same uh, class okay. pit that Jake did last. So year. he is yeah, one yeah. of the ones that has he, a job. He came in, yeah. Of. He came in and spoke to yeah. us. Him and, and who's the other guy? Uh, Darren. Darren. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Darren Carrie was. Darren we met. We met, yes, both yeah, we met both of them on Friday, and yeah. So both we we sat down cool. and we really wanted to. He's the one that does bingo. Yeah. I love him. He's so hilarious. And they, and uh, I mean, they generally like enjoyed our company. Like, and he was was, like laughing at our jokes. I'm like, we're not even funny. Like I literally don't, I don't understand. Speak for yourself. I don't understand (laughs) how, I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I'm just really happy we met this guy because he's like super cool. But yeah, so we, um, yeah, so we were at couch and we, I don't know. We just like frequenting these places because they treat us really well. (laughs) I don't yeah, think I've I mean, ever encountered... There are some. I, I I don't really think... Well, I mean, I've kind of put them on blast before, but, like, I, like the service at Grist House is never really, like, outstanding. I understand that they're very busy, but, like, you know... They're a little understaffed, I think. Really, and, and that bar is so tiny. They it really, is. Like, yeah. if they but, had a second But see, that's, like, an organization problem. Like, that's not... That shouldn't be our problem that they're pissed because they don't really have an area that you can order. Oh, I've never like had them be pissed at me. It's just that it not takes pissed, a while it's sometimes. Just, I don't know. They just... They're, none of them ever seem, like... They miserable. They all seem very miserable, yeah. Like, yeah. just no one is happy to, like, be alive and be there. Huh. That's not... I mean, and I've had friends tell me that, too. Like, I've had friends go, oh, yeah, like, did you notice this? Yeah, so, no, I mean, I I hate, I I don't want to keep, like, bashing them, them, but, like, if that's your experience every single time, that's not good. It's not good. No. And it's, it's, I think it's, it's very popular. They do make good beers. They do, absolutely. There's no, the the beer is good, the space is nice, and you can bring your dogs. Like, right. And and they're, your family, like you can have you can have kids. Too. They're they're not gonna bash you for bringing kids in, but you also need to control them. True. Is the other side of that. But 
That's a much bigger debate than we've got. Right, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. If we start this, um, this is going to be a two and a half so, hour podcast. No, no, no. I, I do want to... Yeah. So, getting back to Friday night. Yeah. So, we sat down with Carrie. We had a great uh, interaction with him and Darren, who is the other owner, I guess, of Couch. They are constantly in the back. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, but they're, they're, they're there all the time. All the and, time. And Carrie is honestly, like, the nicest dude Ever. Like, he, yeah. he will take the time, he will sit there and talk to you about the beers, and, like, we were just BSing, and he's just standing there laughing, because we were just off on a tangent and whatever, but... As we do. We're, we're super stoked to be able to go into that place and record this podcast. Like, yes. there's not... Yeah. There is no negative to that, and, I mean, he uh, wants to be a part of the community, he wants to be able to bring people in. Like, they did uh, Straight to the League... They're doing that again. Right. Before us. Yeah. We have um, a lot to live up to. <laughs> right. Those dudes were fire. Like, they had a bunch of videos and, like, people taking videos of them and stuff. And they had, like, yeah, they had, like, a whole, like, entourage with them. So, yeah. I feel like ours is going to be a little bit more laid back. So, if you like a more chill atmosphere. Yes. Uh, again, take it easy on us. Because we've never done this before. I think it it's, fits well with the whole couch vibe, right? It's, yeah. It's supposed to be a relaxed environment. Uh, we love going to Bingo. Just come hang we've out. been there for yeah. I don't know. We've been going there since since they started the Bingo. Fall, really? Yeah. yeah, it's been it's been a long time. Oh, they're doing Drag Bingo again. On yeah, like the nineteenth, which I will totally be there. I'm sure. So yeah, no, I, it's like I, that's like that's why you go back to these places because they actually take an interest. And Beth, the the bartender, lovely woman. Mm-hmm. Hey, just just to put it on the record, fifty percent of her name is beer. Oh, hold on again. TM. <laughs> TM. TM. Yeah. All right. And I'm that's done. a wrap. <laughs> yes. So we're going to crack into uh, one of the other Lustra series beers. This is going to be half Lustra. So we're going, uh, we're going oh, from man. 11%. We're dividing that shit by, I don't know. Three. Three. And we're cutting it down <laughs> to three and a half here. So I'm, are... I'm very excited about this one. I think of the beers that they released, this one was the most intriguing to me. The so funny gonna... thing about it is... They still had it at the end of the day. Like, and by end of the day, I People mean like three slept o'clock. On it. They <laughs> I fully they did. Were sold out by like, they were they sold were out of all the cans by like four. But I'm saying, yeah, like when I went back through the line for a second time, they still had half Lustra and they still had double Lustra. And that blew my mind because uh, at the end of the day, they made a lot more double Lustra than the other ones. But. Mm-hmm. I was shocked that they still had half Lustra. Yeah, I haven't had this in a um, while. It's um, the can is fantastic. The whole series is that really design, cool. I like can designs. Oh my god! Honestly, we should just we should just make this a, a dancing gnome centric podcast. From You're right. It's been it's been a long time, and I want to say thank you to Trillium and Treehouse for holding me over until I got back to my one true love, which is Dancing Gnome <laughs> Brewery in well, Sharpsburg, Pennsylvania. All right, this is the only time we're going to do this, so put them up. Oh, that's it. Cheers all around, because Cheers, this one is the very Cheers, rare um, Half Lustra. This one is, what, 3.6% alcohol. It is still a full-flavored beer. Like, much light. I mean, obviously much lighter than triple. For 3.8 or 3.6%, like, it... 
I, it's amazing how much flavor they were able to get into that beer. It doesn't taste. I mean, it's at this point it's mellowed out so much I though agree. that I don't think that Jake got the full right. brunt of it. I, I, I can't imagine that they're beer. not. I can't imagine that they're not going to make these again because that day was hugely successful for them. So if they if they never made these again, I would be shocked. Really appalled. Really. Yes, I would. Yeah, be I would be really disgusted. Um. <laughs> So, this one, I don't know that we necessarily need to do a review of because it it didn't hold up as well as some, like, yeah, Triple did. Right. Um, it's it's good. It's These beers have an even shorter shelf life than, yes. than the Triples and, and whatnot. Cause yeah, because it doesn't have... They're even less complex and stuff yeah. like that, but it was, it was so, so phenomenal. Like, they had it, they still had it, like, a couple days after, and we went, like, that next week and they still had it. They had the whole series on tap, which was wild to me. Yeah. They only have, what, eight taps? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so literally four four of them were taken up by the Lustra family. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's just oh, it's just so solid. And I, I love when they put out beers that are that are light like that because I, I can't. But it's, it's still hazy. That's, yeah. that's what, I think that's the most impressive is that it looks like it should pour like a like a Miller Light or like a Coors Light or something? Yeah, where it would be like nice and crisp and clean, but it's still hazy. Right, right. It's still the the dancing gnome style. Yes. So okay. definitely more watery though than I mean going from the triple to the to the half. That's, yeah, that's a tough transition. If we'd we have started should, with I feel this, like we should have started. Yeah. should have flipped yeah, that there. Right. Um, um, I gotta, totally forgot I had one left, to be honest. Up. You gotta build up um, to it, for sure. Build there's, uh, there's not much that you can go from from here, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really just, I really hope they make it again. But, anyway, so, after Couch... We hit Dancing Numb, and we're, we're gonna skip gonna, over we're it. We're just gonna gloss over that. Yeah, gloss over that. What else is new? Then, we trekked all the way out to McKee's Rocks. All the way... Meanwhile, it's ten minutes from our okay. It's like current. It's location. literally like an hour from me. So right. It's 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 far if you live in the north. So we went to Abjuration, which is in the Parkway Theater, which we did not know. <laughs> um, this yeah. place is wild. It's it's crazy. Like we didn't know that there was something going on other than just you know it being a brewery and a movie theater. They had a jazz night. And a comedy set after the jazz was done. So we walked in. There's a full, like, six-piece jazz band just, like, rocking out. It was extremely loud. But they were very good. They were, they were very really good. good. They, were, they were really good. So we, we, we literally had no idea what we were getting into when we walked in. <laughs> None. And it's actually at the brewery or just around the area. So it's, the brewery is based in the theater oh, okay. that this was going on. Yeah, so the theater has so, like a full they have like a full bar and it's like it's like a restaurant too sort of I, they had food. So, yeah, so we went Yeah, they had like So half of it starters. is like half of it's like a full bar. They have like your they have like Yingling and Miller Lite and whatever. And then they have like all of the liquor and shit like that. And then there's a half wall, and on the left side, there's, like, four or five, like, industrial metal tables, and then you see the Abjuration Brewing Company sign. And 
in abjuration, it's a it's an Erlenmeyer flask and then like a volumetric flask. Mm-hmm. That's the A B, and that's abjuration. So they serve all of their beer in actual scientific beakers. So they with their logo their on logo on to yeah. actual like they had like five hundred mil, like one hundred fifty mil. That's awesome. And then like or. 500, 200, and like 150 or something What's like that. What's place called? Ab- Abjuration. Yeah. Which I was geeking the fuck out because I love... Science. Science. Sure. I, I fucking science. love science. I love science. Like apothecary or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. The, the thing was, the head brewer is pouring the beers. Yeah. Like, oh, he was the dude no. behind the counter, like, ringing us out. Because we saw him at the Brewers Guild yeah. party, right. and uh, they had El Calabo on draft, mm-hmm. yeah. just like Couch did. Right. Um, we didn't go for that one because we had it at Couch, but we did have a couple of other beers, and I think Sarah should take forefront on this one because yeah, she fracking loved Tell this us a Belgium. Bit about. This Tell bitch us got wasted. <laughs> And I mean, waste. I mean, like, like, I've never seen her. I've never seen her like that before. In the car had the spins. You had the spins before we left. That's why we left, because you were like, I'm spinning. Yeah, like, I had had to go home. So when we got there, I was choosing to be responsible and ordered a four ounce of the apricot Belgian. That is 10%. 10.3. 10.3, whatever. So that's basically like a full beer. Yeah. Right. And it was Four great, ounces. and yeah. I loved it. And if you love Belgians, you must go get this beer because it was Sarah fucking incredible. It was but incredible. they also they also do wild beers. Like they're they're not like your normal typical just like New England IPA like that that kind of stuff. They oh, do a lot great. of off the wall stuff. It was amazing because you know sometimes Belgians have that that taste, and it was just totally offset by the apricot. It was amazing, like one of the best beers I've ever had. So I asked. For another one, and I did not know at the time that I received an eight ounce glass of this beer. Yeah, I, I that was all. Oh, that I was, was all on me. That, as well. that was all yeah, on that me. Yeah, that was a surprise oh, for shit. me today. And oh, I'm like, fuck. oh no, fucking wonder. I was like on the floor yeah. when we got home. <laughs> right. Because like, I was like, can I just get two small? And he gave me the eight ounce. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. So, um, it don't fuck you up. So, I don't know, take an Uber there or something if you're going to yeah. go get this beer. Just right. Uber to McKee's Rocks. Be responsible. Arrive live. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so they, they had they had a full, they had the full spectrum. They, they had yeah. They had an oyster stout. They had an amber. They had a vanilla cookie. Um, uh, IPA, IPA. The milkshake, yeah. Milkshake IPA. They had a standard IPA, which I had, which was, it was not a hazy New England. It was definitely. It was clear, yeah. yeah it, it was definitely, like had a, a ton of hop character to it, which I'm not a huge fan of. I know, I feel like that's kind of coming back, you know, and I feel like we've talked about, like, the upswing of, like, more West Coast style. It's, like, way more hop forward than, like, citrusy and light. Um, they also had, well, they, yeah, they had El Calabo, which is the, the Brett IPA, and then they had the Belgian. They literally... They had a, the they had a yeah, American Weed Ale that I Oh, had. yes, we tried, yeah, we tried that, was, that one as well. That one was, like... Off the wall, surprising, but, but very yeah. good. Like there, it was styles that I don't normally reach for. I liked that they had such a wide variety, though, and we we enjoyed it a lot. I 
Uh, I loved the stand-up comedians. A lot of them were, you know, marginal, but I was already drunk and I felt like hyping them up. Yes, so I was laughing. I thought at they all. were hilarious we because were, I was wasting. We were well. Dying. The, the first three were really funny. The the last three yeah. were very. I don't remember mundane. the last two three. white guys at the end. They they just. I they don't killed remember them. The, they killed the vibe. I do not. Remember not in them. a good way. Yeah. No, it was. Gone. They weren't good. They weren't good. You but, didn't miss much. So, it's just, that's, but the guy who was the teacher with the dreads down to his ass, that was so he was funny. Oh my god, he was so funny. He was they calling out white people, and I was, was like, Yas, really read me for filth. There was uh, so interesting, but there was like no one there at that point. There right, was like yeah. 10 yeah. people in there, the and there were just like stand up comedians, like doing it was wild. It was so crazy, it was so insane. And they have it, there's an actual functioning movie theater there that you can buy tickets to. But it's not like regular movies. It was it was some sort of like it was independent like a local, film. Yeah, it was like a yeah. local independent film that they made. Which is cool was, though. I, I feel like that's something that like yeah. it highlights the art and the right. beer and together. You, and honestly, which is like awesome. if you can go the there, brewery, yeah, like personal, yeah, absolutely. And they uh, like I and I looked at the, the bar. bar. Like, they had they had Quantum, which is local. They had Boyd and Blair. Spirits. Yeah, they had a bunch. They of had. Spirits, um, so. There, there were a bunch they of probably like, had like Maggie's rum and yeah, stuff I'm like sure, that, but know. they were very um, embracing like the local culture instead of just being like, oh, we have Avengers on the screen tonight or whatever, you know. Like they were like, hey, we got this local and film, right? Exactly. Like it was very much the uh, like embracing that whole culture of craft, right? It was very local. So, yeah, so, yeah, so that was our Friday. Saturday, there was a couple releases. Um, we went to 11th Hour. They had their year anniversary. It was lit at 11th Hour. There were a lot of people there. We were super bummed. They released a Brute IPA. The one cool thing, I don't know if I told you guys this, but they had, or Sarah, Sarah saw, they released, yes. uh, they tapped a new beer every hour at the from uh, like from like one to five every single hour they like the rare beer it. tent or whatever right. they yeah. called so it they yeah so they had they had a bunch of picnic tables in the back and they had they were they were pouring beers from like one of those beer festival like setups that they have that they had like three like three beers on uh, so we went try to get the brute IPA bummed we didn't get it because I love a good brute um, but yeah that was really cool we uh, we got some. Of the barrel aged stout that they released, they only had burn six, your suit. They only had uh, six hundred and eleven bottles of it, and uh, we were there pretty early. We got like forty and like forty two and forty three or something like that. So that was cool. Um, it was good because we didn't really have to like rush to get there um, to to get the beer. So so yeah, it was. It's been it's been a pretty full weekend. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to cut this. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to, we're anything. definitely not cutting anything. No, we're not cutting um, anything. So. Cut me and Alex making plans to go to dancing numb during the week. We're not cutting that. <laughs> it's true. It's like, why are you going? <laughs> so. Sarah and this, I love uh, This upcoming week, week, um, there's one big event that we're going to be at on Friday. Um, Shoe Brew. I was like, where the hell are we going on Friday? And I'm not going. You're not? 
What the dicks? Wow, absolutely devastating. I, I know. You I should know. see the look on Nick's face right now. I knew I wasn't going. I know, I know. We'll post it. Um, we'll post so we're going story. to the release of their 10th pixelated IPA. It is called Rainbow Road. I've been harping on this for the past couple weeks. Literally forever. There is no way anybody is stopping me from getting this beer. Um, Nick will get physical with you if yes. you try him. I also will be getting a glass from the release, but uh, the, it is also Shubrew's fifth anniversary. They are one of the best, like, well-rounded places around here because they do all kinds of crazy stuff. But they also do their, their standards all the time, right? So, like we were talking about before, they also, I mean, they always do like Jungle Boot, which is their standard IPA. They do, um, they do a couple other ones that are always like in rotation, but they're also like in rotation every couple months, not every season or every three months or four months or five months. It's like every two months you can go and get this beer. But the Pixelated IPA has been one of their highlights for the past uh, six months, I would say. Yeah. They're, um, they're wild, but they're also very straightforward, just standard, hazy New England style. Some of them are doubles, some of them are standard, and they do a really good job with just balancing it out. So this one I'm really pumped about because it's their 10th one, and they're celebrating an anniversary. So we're going to have a good time. We're going to go check them out. and Drink some uh, beers. Oh, are we going to drink some beers? Probably. Oh, yeah. That's what we do on this podcast. That's what we do in real life. All right. So Jake cracked the fourth Fourth beer beer. Mm -hmm. of the podcast. This is Kaboom Candy 2. Blueberry. Yeah, this is the second one. Blueberry pomegranate. Blueberry pomegranate. And it looks fucking purple. It's crazy. Like, I've never seen any drink look like this. Even, Even like juice. But it's cloudy. It's it's yeah. very. Does this one have vanilla in it? Because it kind of smells like that. I don't think so. It kind of awesome. has like a creamy smell, which uh, you know, you guys know how much I hate creamy being used to describe mm. liquids. Mm. Other than creamy, that's very good. I will creamy. say that this reminds me a lot of the sour IPA that we had today at Hitchhiker, which was fantastic. What? Uh, which one did you have? Usual chaos. Oh, I have one of those in the fridge. Um, it, it looks similar, but that that one earlier tastes a lot more like candy than this one does. Yeah, I agree. It, this this one has lower. been sitting. It has been That's sitting. That's true. Now, so. Yeah, it's been. I think I feel like they, they would have been fairly similar. Um, the one today that we had was yeah. This one was a lot was sharper. We had on the like sour yeah. side of it. Yeah, the sour is definitely dulled. Yeah, which I I don't mind to be honest. We just the can. Oh. Um. There's uh there's a there's still a lot going on. Yeah. But it's not as harsh. Yeah. So it has a lot of like fruit flavor, but I it's definitely not nearly as sour as it used to be. No, no. It didn't I'm guessing it didn't lose the profile, just the kind of the bite. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly the right description. Right. Um So I like it I like it better with some bite, to be honest. 
I, I, I think know. it's still pretty tangy though. You can feel it, it is, yeah, in the back of your throat. Like it, it's it makes you pucker up. Pucker up. Yeah. What's your experience with sours, Austin? Um, or like how often would you? Sours, right? Not that often. Yeah. Um, a few times a year. Because like honestly, like when I go and they have a sour, I'm ordering that sour. So. There's a lot of places like where if. Uh, if they've got a sour and it's something that's, you know, like a one-off, I'll try it. Um, generally, though, I'm, I'm going to lean more towards the IPAs or the, the other ales before a sour. Right. I always think it's interesting when they have, like, barrel-aged sours because it's it seems like two competing flavors to me. So those are always interesting. They're both very strong flavors, right? They're right. not... Uh, I, I don't think I've ever had one. Uh, I, I probably have, but... No, when we were in California, we had that, that mango that was, like, barrel-aged. Oh, that's true. That was yeah, like that was... That. It wasn't as flavorful as I wanted it to be as far as, like, the barrel-aging went. It was almost yeah. more of just a regular sour than anything else. Right. But, I I don't know. I it, When you have too many conflicting... Mm-hmm. Flavors going on, yeah, and that's like it, it's not if, exactly complimentary. Like clearly, stout, like stouts and barrel aging, like those flavors are are more along the same lines. But like sours, it's like it's like heavy fruit. And it, I've seen some sours at breweries that have you know they I don't know if this is just a description of what they're getting necessarily, or if it's actually what they put into the beer. But they had like apple, pomegranate like orange pineapple all this like different stuff that was in one beer and you re- it really all gets lost right yeah. like you if you're yeah. good enough at making beer like if you have two flavors that you're ki- kind of trying to mesh into one beer you should be able to do it well enough that people can sort of if if you have like a discernible enough palate yeah. we'll be able to pick out those specific flavors. We shouldn't be throwing ten things in there that are gonna throw you left and right either. They should they should be within a similar profile to balance or maybe have one or two things that are off. Yeah, the, that but. was the one issue I think I had with underscore on the beach and I feel like we all kind of felt this way. Like there were three fairly strong flavors that I've had beers that were made with those fruits. So it was cranberry, orange, and like peach or something like that. And none of them really stood out to mm-hmm. me. Like they didn't pick like a prominent flavor and have the others like complement it. Right. It kind of just, it kind of just like fizzled out for me. So that was kind of a bummer because we were all very excited for that because they were initially supposed to order it or they or order it, can it. And then they weren't able to get it, which underscore fruitless. I mean, I don't know if we've talked about this because we haven't had it actually on the podcast, but that was such a great like base sour and they had it for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I had it like several times and it was, it was, it was very good. The yeah. one thing I will say is I, I wish that dancing gnome would do like a, like switch it up and do like a ghost style, like not, not do the like Berliner base and just try something completely different with that series i mean they don't have to because that shit sells out in 20 minutes every single time and they're they're doing the double 
double sour this Thursday, which Sarah will be at. Thank you, Sarah. Double yeah, right? passionberry mm-hmm. underscore on the beach unfruited. Quadberry. Yes. AF. Raspberry. Yes. So <laughs> we're all very excited for that because who doesn't love a good beefy sour, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's it's interesting, and I don't know who I was talking to this about, but they like or I think it was I think we were talking to Eddie and I was like oh yeah they're coming out with a double it's like 8% and he's like oh that's weird like sours are usually like are usually like much lower but Strange Roots formerly Drylog has been doing like 13% sours like constantly I feel like they're more often higher in alcohol than you would think so I think it's more out of the ordinary to have something that's so low Yes. And people have been doing that more, which is good, because I love Stranger Roots beer, but I'm also not trying to be, like, writhing on the floor after I have two, two. drinks. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> that's, that's like, another consideration. So it's nice that they have these ones that are only, like, 4%, because you still get your sour fix, but you're not, like, you're not blacking out. Yeah. Halfway through the day. Um, so I want to switch a little bit into a segment, Mm. not like an actual segment, but Mm. I just want to fire a bunch of questions at Austin. Let's do it. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Yes. All right. So, uh, favorite craft beer? Specific beer or brewery? Doesn't matter. Just whatever you feel like answering. I'm I'm partial to Grist House, but I honestly probably think that's more because that's the first place I ever ever went. Love the atmosphere. What is their beer that you would always go to? If they always had it on draft, what would you absolutely have to have? I don't even remember which beers people have, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. So, I just, just kind of new to the craft beer realm. I, just, I, I more than he doesn't specific beers. as much as we do, so he's True. not super familiar so, with So, more than specific beers, I remember, like, the... Uh, so what's Feeling? yeah? What's what style do you like though? I guess uh, is what's your favorite type of craft beer? I've been kind of partial to IPAs, but when it comes to craft beer, I think there's uh, there's a lot you can do to kind of BS an IPA. I think, mm. and so uh, I'm. That's a, tea. I mean, that's a, that's a real that's tea. answer. Um, I appreciate so that. So I'm, I'm a little more uh, when I'm like actually trying to evaluate a place, like looking at the ales more than anything else. Fair enough. Uh, do you like, uh, so I, I'm assuming when you say ales, you mean like pale ales. Yeah, like the American. Okay. Yeah. Um, so something a little bit lighter in alcohol, a little bit more crisp. Gen- generally, but again, we're talking craft beer, so there's, like the lighter is sometimes still in the six to seven range. Right, okay. Um, uh, like actually, I think you were talking about a few weeks ago, but the Atomic. Um, Atomic Meltdown? Meltdown, yeah, at the, the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Is. The Habanera. Yeah. yeah, is really it's real subtle, but it's it's, it's there. It, it kicks yeah. you in the mouth. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, you have a question for him? Come on, let's let's keep going. Uh, what would you say is your favorite like, like bigger craft brewery? Which I mean, I don't even think we know who's big beer at this point. So yeah, that's like so it's a loaded typical. question. So um, I know, I know. Like I don't know. I mean, you go to I feel like you go to a lot of places that have more like standard craft beer not so much these places like we frequent the ones that are like constantly rotating yeah so i feel like you have stuff that's 
you mentioned Sierra Nevada earlier. I don't know. I would not consider them craft at this point. Yeah. Sierra no, Nevada. you're you're 100 percent correct. Um, I didn't say this um, before, but I you said the pale ale, which everyone recognizes. I have never liked that beer. Really? That's fine. No, no, no. I'm not saying that you need to like. No, it. no. I know, and I was no. I was just no. Yeah. I just wanted to state I that. Do. Like I, I think <laughs> I that... love Sierra Nevada pale ale. Oh, but really? Yeah. I do. Yeah, it's a great beer. I uh, always get it though, because they, they have it everywhere. Beer. I got it. We were in Vegas. Yeah. And we were sitting at the bar, and I didn't know what to pick. And he was like, "Oh, what do you want?" And I was like, "Just give me the Sierra Sierra Nevada." I always give it a chance, and then I try it, and I'm like, I don't like this at all. So, the other side of that is um, there are better pale ales for sure. Like, I mean. We talked about this, what, last week or a couple weeks ago? Um, Zombie Dust, Daisy Cutter are all pales. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, one of the, I feel like that style is so vague, though. It, like, I, I, don't, I, I don't understand. It is and it isn't. I don't though. understand the, like, I guess, I, I don't know. I don't really understand the difference between, like, an APA and an IPA and, like, a pale. People, and See, if you put them say, side by side, you know. They'll just say pale. And I'm like, I like, is it an IPA? Because sometimes they mean IPA, and sometimes they mean American Pale Ale. So like, I don't understand. So I would like to go somewhere that has both that you think are different enough that are like represented. Because I feel like it's a great. I feel like it's a great area. So in me. that in and that I same think it's confusing because we go. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. No, <laughs> like no. I I feel like we like. I, sh- I feel like I should know that because we go to these places all the time. Like, I can't imagine people who are like casual craft beer people going and like understanding what a pale ale versus an IPA is. Like, I don't even know. Right. And, and you absolutely can tell. Like, if I give you... Side by side is a really good... It, it really is, yeah. Like, if I hand you a 60-minute IPA and I hand you a... 120-minute IPA? Well, not well. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, oh God! <laughs> speaking of which, 120 minute day was over the weekend. Mm. Um, no, actually in Delaware. I was gonna say. Uh, but the uh, the 60 minute IPA next to Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, you would be able to tell the difference between an IPA and That's a pale. For sure. Like that. That to me is like the the basis. Right. So, but those are like representative styles right or representative beers of those styles yeah and i don't think i don't even think the brewers ever really distinguish between well, but, that and like i mean i don't know but nobody goes out and says i'm gonna brew the definitive ipa yeah but at the same time it's a spectrum it is yeah it definitely is yeah but there's no there's no like wrong answer with that either Right, so like if if my IPA tastes different from the IPA that you brew, then it's more a like building up the style than it is being wrong. As long as you're within, right? Yeah, as long as you as you follow the guidelines to brew an IPA or a pale. Yeah, but yeah, I I actually would I would really like to I th- and I think we should do that. I would love to get sixty minute, and I would love to get Sierra Nevada pale ale and try it just put them side by side yeah. like but the other side of that is then you can have next to the pale ale get a uh, all day right mm. i just got, have, i had that today that shit 
It's Every so single, good. It's so good. It's so good. I but have it's like so two flavorful. Of them. Oh my god, it's, it's so, so... It, that is like the perfect session IPA. Like yeah. that is, and it's a still session. on the high spectrum of ABV for that type of style right. because it's like five point six percent. Yeah, that's a lot of alcohol in one can. Yeah, right. Because like if you're sitting there going to a Pirates game, you're gonna have twelve of them before you go in. You know that kind of thing. Like that's fair. That's what we were drinking the one time we went to the Pirate game with you. Yeah. It's a good damn beer. And it was, I crushed like four or five of those easily. And I was right. like, so good. Oh my God. It's, it's like, it's, it's always good. You mean I had to drink it all day. So <laughs> you wonder why they call it that. All right. So let's, let's keep firing questions. Right, at yeah, Austin questions. Here because uh, go to $5 food at Hemingway's in uh, Oakland. Oh, had the, uh, Panther burger last night. Panther burger. It's good shit. It's good shit. <laughs> Fucking last uh, night. All right. Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> wait, wait, no, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh question. Oh no. What's your favorite Permani sandwich? Oh yeah, yeah, that's a bad question. To oh ask no, me. have you not been? I've oh I've been, but what? <laughs> so I'm, what's I'm more the problem a, uh, here then? Chicken tenders at Permanente's. Kind of <laughs> oh, get out! Go of to this the fucking, fucking suburbs. <laughs> get the fuck out! <laughs> you son of a bitch! Yeah. <laughs> what's the number one seller at Permanente Brothers? Beer. It is beer. You're right. He's it's right. Iron City. It's Iron City. It's Iron City. Um, okay, so we have one more beer to try on this podcast. We're, we're running a little long tonight. I think it's that's cold okay. enough. That's yeah. okay. We have, yeah, I'm uh, only in town for, you know, four days. So fuck you if you care if it's this, <laughs> we'll this is too long. Two There's probably no one that's listening this late. So fuck you if you're listening this late. They're not listening wow, this late. Wow, that was really rude. No, everyone, I'm just kidding. No, everyone that follows fuck us you. on Instagram is fuck a, you, Jake, a gorgeous for being human being. Dick. Except for the sex bots. We haven't yes. cut No, the, the sex bots are even more gorgeous than the actual humans. Um, shout out to the, the Netherlands. We're going to put the, uh, the, the Dutch national anthem Dude, the at the end of this podcast. Hashtag the Dutch. Hashtag the Dutch. No, that's the real thing. Yeah. Um, 70 people from Austin, the Netherlands. Austin, can you hand me the bottle yes. opener behind you? Seven, like 70 one. people from the Netherlands listen to our podcast um, like three weeks no, ago. No, okay, I apologize. I take back everything I just said. I apologize. Well, Jake's a, I was Jake's being a little a, bit aggressive. Jake's a fucking twat. Um, so... Yeah, I just have a lot of treehouse that's waiting in my fridge yet. for me when I get home, and uh, I'm just a little anxious, I guess you could you say. You got what waiting for you? Uh, treehouse Brewing Company, a uh, little little brewery in uh, Charlton, Massachusetts. Maybe you've heard of it. Is that what we're having later? Um, All right, gentlemen. I don't, so, I don't have any here. No, we don't have any. This here is a barrel-aged stout. And I'm, I'm sure I'm that to I'm sure that half of the podcast this shit is going to hate it. Expensive. It was, but at the huh. same time, you know what? I'm glad spending. We're bringing the money. back the cellar beer. Of Don't the week. waste it on me today. Do we need to hold up? Do we want to rinse out the sour for the stout? Yeah, it's probably not a terrible, yeah. terrible idea. Oh wait, I don't have um, water. So I honestly don't give. A there's fuck. not a whole lot that uh, that gets me going like a barrel aged stout. To be honest, I freaking love these things, and I'm really excited I wish about that this. Someone one. would just do like a like. I feel like everyone does this kind of label for a. So it's literally just a, it's like a matte black label, and it has just like big. It like it's clearly, gold wax though. It's gold wax. It is gold wax. It's it's very it's very nice. I'm I'm it's it and it's sparkly too. Like I like fuck it up eleventh hour honestly. Did you see the Dark Lord that I have under the bar over there? No. Because it has sparkly flecks in it, too. Does it? Yeah. Wow. Eleventh Hour is coming for Dark, Lord. Dark Lord's throne. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, shit. This fuck... Oh, my God. This shit is dark. Yep. Oh, bitch. Thank you. Oh, this is going to be fun. 
Mario Kart's gonna be lit as fuck later. Destroy yeah, we house. are about to go ham on some Mario Kart. If you come on the podcast, we're gonna play Mario Kart with you. Oh yes, we will. So we I need to have one episode where it's just us playing Mario Kart and yes. drinking. Yes, and just talking. I agree. Well, drinking was implied. Oh, was it? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh, it's got a, it's got a very uh, cocoa nose. <laughs> it's a very cocoa. It's a very cocoa. You definitely get some of the cocoa. The boozy. Yeah, the boozy kind of barrel-aged-ish. It's not as bad as I was expecting. No, it's not much worse. But this is also probably fairly young. They've only been around for a year, so I can't imagine they've aged this more than like six or eight months. I'm sure it says it somewhere. I kind of dig that. It's not heavy on the bourbon flavor at all. Oh, it's there's a little there's enough of a burn that you can feel it in the back of your throat. I'm getting a lot of I'm getting a lot of dark chocolate. Yeah, which I'm actually I'm really into this. I actually really like I'm really dark chocolate, too. Yeah. Um, So it's so it's I mean, let me give you like a rundown of this real quick. There's a solid coffee profile. So it's from 11th hour. It's called uh, it's called Burn Your Suit BYS. I love the match and the flame on it. I love it. Actually, I'm actually really, I Fahrenheit really. Four fifty one. Right. It's also I, only nine point seven percent. It's not like well, it's a. Heavy. I do really like the logo. Yeah. Or not the logo. The the like the the font. Yeah, the font of the label is is nice. I just wish someone would just like do something completely fucking different because I've seen like eight thousand. Yeah, just like just do like a tie dye shirt. You know. Style. Yeah. Okay. So barely. So stout. let me like, let me <laughs> let me read the description on this. Go it on. Says, We've taken one of our favorite imperial stouts and let it age for nine months in four roses bourbon and oh, maple syrup. Barrels. That's why I love it. Four the, roses is incredible. The long sleep did wonders for this beer, adding notes of smooth marshmallow and vanilla goodness to the final blend, mellowing the roast from the chocolate barley and imparting the wisdom of old oak. The journey has truly been a labor of love. So please enjoy our labor. Cheers. And there's some flavor notes. Uh, there's some pairing notes, and they tell you what kind of glass to put it in and how cold it should be when you drink it, which I think is very, it's very. Well, they also, that's why I threw it in the freezer. Very. They also, and I, I love this, and I'm kind of like a, a sucker for it. But like when when they say how many bottles they've made of it total. Like it, it it's like artwork. It, it's, yeah, that's exactly. That's the same thing to do with artwork. Is like right. but when they do. But it, it I have a couple. I have a couple of very rare bottles of other things behind the counter, and that to me says much more than just oh we made sixteen thousand of these. Like yeah, but it. I mean this this says six. We got two bottles of it here. There's it's sixty one and sixty two out of six hundred and eleven. I mean that's not. That's not like making a hundred bottles, but that's still not that's not a massive. No, it definitely is not a lot at all. So I I don't know. I, I do think they're trying to go for the whole like CBS KBS thing with BYS, you know, which I'm I'm like, you know, eh. yeah, you know what I'm talking. Yeah, about. Kentucky Kentucky breakfast bourbon. Breakfast. Yeah, yeah, Kentucky, Kentucky breakfast, breakfast and what's the other one? Canadian breakfast. Canadian breakfast. Back first. Back first. Back first. I'm actually. It tastes like a 
perfect dessert beer. It, like it really does. Yeah, like this is a good end to yeah everything. Yeah. That we, I like that we it's talked not about. like fifteen percent alcohol. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that it's lighter. So I feel like smooth. if you sit it's on not... it for a couple years. They just get way too boozy for me. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think that people are just but like, I, let's make this shit 14%. And it's like, this doesn't taste good. Cause it this might be like the best bourbon. This might be the best beer that I've had from 11th Hour. 100%. Uh, it 100% I would have is to agree with the that. best beer I've had from 11th Hour. I can say that right now. Um, yeah, we're, we're not big fans of the beer yet, Yeah, to be honest. Um, it's been a year, and I mean, they're, they're clearly... Successful. They're making if strides. If you were there at correctly. all on Saturday, you would know that they have a great. They have a, they have a great place. Yes, I I'm I'm really not a fan of their beers. I I I've never been super impressed with anything they put out except uh, until this. Yeah, this I think is is a very good. I'm pretty sure this might be the only stout that Alex has ever said anything positive about. Yes, yes, especially I did not a barrel. Coil in disgust. Yeah. I'm, I drank it. Bourbon, I'm bourbon super pumped that it was you four like roses, stout. though. He likes stouts. He just doesn't like the bourbon right. barrel age. I just, yeah, right. barrel it, age just gets, it gets to be too much. It's like, I don't want to be drinking liquor. Like, I'm not trying to drink, like, beer. If I wanted beer. bourbon, I would drink bourbon. Exactly. Right? No, and that's, what sure. I, that's how I yeah. feel about a lot of them as well. Exactly. And I love stouts, right? And I think that it, yeah. just add, it can add a very cool element to a stout, but in a... In a lot of cases, I think people just overdo and it. it's yeah. And I this think is very everyone, well balanced. Everyone does one, yeah. And that's or the thing. A I multiple, think, and it's like I I feel like it's just such an overdone style. There's an issue with it is that you don't know what it's going to turn out like, right? right. And yeah. you get to you get to twelve months or whatever. You leave that shit in there, and then you you take it out, and you're like, this is this what it is. Sucks, right? Yeah. This is what it is, and this is what yeah. we're gonna have to market it mm-hmm. as. The hair looks fantastic. You look uh, if you're like, wondering, if you're still listening you to the podcast, like Kate God bless you. You looked like Kate yeah. Gosselin when your hair when you had the bangs a little bit. You had like the. You had like the uh, I look like a forty year old white cut. mom uh, with a, a new bob after she got divorced, uh, and she's stuff. going to the club. This and she's yeah. going to the our, club. I'm actually really into like our hair color. I'm glad that I can see it because I never see mine, and I don't know what it is, but you're, it's like. <laughs> Parmalee and Jake and Alex nice. are twins just for We're the twins. podcast. Our birthday's listening. coming up. Make sure you fucking Instagram DM me. Happy birthday, you mother. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna find their baby pictures. I'm gonna put them on the Instagram. Uh, Alex has a private Instagram, so you're not gonna be able to reach out. No, Doesn't matter. No, big big No, who's, it's still private. Who's, who's who I made it public yes. literally like four months ago. No, it's still it's still private. <laughs> he still didn't accept my follower. Bitch. <laughs> just, just smacked the shit out of Jake's leg. That spike that that spike in All right. sound yes. was, that was definitely Alex slapping the crazy. shit out of Jake it's right fine. there. <laughs> wow, we covered a lot tonight. I feel like we had a lot of fun though. We did have a and lot of fun. And Austin, good. thank you for being here. Yes, thank the you first well. guest ever live on the podcast. I guess Kat, not Great sport. No, I don't. That was but early on. Kat was an OG. She just had yeah, to Yeah, but she didn't really, early. she's still like, she never really had a whole lot to say about it. She's dating you. So like, it's not, like this is some someone on the outside coming in. This is some asshole yeah, and, we never uh, met we'd before. We'd love to have you back. Anytime no. you're willing Ryan's to come fine. back, come Ryan's to Nick's house for a few hours on a Sunday night, then we're ready to have you. Anytime. I'm going to steal Jake's second input line. There you go. I love it. That's fine. Uh, I'm doing um, shit anyway. According yeah, guys, so, yeah, big, I mean, coming up. Big ups. Yeah. Big ups to Couch Brewery for hosting us on. Couch the, is the brewery. You can't say Stan anymore because you you canceled Eminem. 
Oh shit. Yeah, Alex, you can't. God damn it! Yeah, right. Yeah, you <laughs> That's right. That. Shit. Couch is the brewery we're really obsessed with this week. Yes. Yes. Um, we love go guys. check them out. They have all kinds of specials throughout the week. They are doing bingo they every do Wednesday. Like, they do like five dollars off growlers on Sunday. Yeah, that's like, redonkulous. I don't know how. Like, and they're so great. I. So definitely I'm, come through to check out the pod next Sunday. Yes, yes, for sure. This Sunday. Yes. This coming Sunday. Yeah. So I'll come be uh, this week. I'll be going to the Red Sox game on Friday night. I'm oh, really hoping. Shit. I'm really Sox. hoping to hit Harpoon. Go Sox. Harpoon is not necessarily close. They are to big Fenway. beer. They are big beer. So fuck them. But they have a, a fantastic location in Seaport in Boston, which I hear is super dope. So I'm going to try to get out there. Uh, Harpoon's one of those beers that like shows up in random like television shows and movies and stuff. Like I was watching The Departed. Okay, but that's set uh, a couple in weeks Boston. ago. Oh, it's set in Boston, but, that makes but at the same time, it's a great movie. I love that movie. But I think, at the same I time, think it's a good the damn Departed movie. is like the movie version of Breaking Bad because everyone's like, "Oh my god, I love no, 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 The Departed." But the and The Departed like, is like the new Scarface. Bad. What? The Departed is like the new Scarface because it's so old, but people love it. No, because bros love it. I'm not a bro. Uh, you're you're kind of a bro. <laughs> That's weird. We were just I'm just kidding. I'm, you're I'm like the frattiest non-frat kid I've ever met in my life. All right, no, we're not bashing anybody. Yeah. Do you own anything um, from Scarface is a great movie. Just a box. Departed is a great movie. <laughs> Go watch both of them. Yes. Um yeah, I think we're I think we're going to cut it here. It's been a, it's been a long night. Yeah. Kirk has been literally dead this entire time. He might yes. actually be deceased. He might be deceased. If so, he's deceased, we're going to play the... Uh, no, he's purring. Irish bag. Oh, okay, never mind. He's all right. Yeah, he's purring. Oh, okay, he no, woke up. He's back. So, we're good. Uh, I want to thank Sarah for being here and talking The entire time. For, I know, I made yes. it. Sticking it out. She was reading for a part of it, and she was on her phone for the rest of it. It helps me listen. <laughs> but she I, did. I come back from Boston for four days, and Sarah gets the nod at the end of the podcast for... No, yeah. no, 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 no. I it's wasn't done. Relax. It's not over. Yeah. Goddamn We're gonna. I, I want to. I want to audibly hug Jake. Mm-hmm. Because he's here. Hug, so, hug, All right, hug, here we go. Hug, 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 All right, there it is. Spiking sounds. Yep. So... Sarah, I want you guys to Sarah understand. Sarah did Jake a favor too, not whispering again. True. True. It would have been a long whisper. Alex and I are too <laughs> far that apart to whisper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are we transforming they, into an ASMR podcast? They settled Maybe. for texting. Maybe. No, I I, I yeah. still haven't listened to that one. I, I like got real close to the mic. I never oh, listened so to that. So close to the mic. I need to do that. Um, but yeah, no, uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for um, having me. We might have yeah, Austin, Austin as a uh, as a recurring guest. Oh, yeah. staple. He, he'll go. probably be here more than Ryan. It's going to be tough with football season coming around, man. I understand. Well, we it's Sunday night, this, like, yeah. Saturday night kind of thing. Uh, oh, that's See, yeah. That's the, that's yeah, the I thing. get you. That's yeah. the I issue is like we would all be doing this on Saturday because I hate going into work on Monday hungover. But we're all off tomorrow. There's so a good gap. It. Yeah, I'll There's a good drink. gap between I mean, the end of the four games. What is that? I feel about Tuesday. All right, hangovers. Austin. Real close to the mic. Pour some beer in this glass. All right. All right. Let's see if we can get. This in. is it. That's it. That's oh Jesus! All spilled. over. All over. I was the, trying to all pour of our the table. expensive equipment is now destroyed. <laughs> I was trying to pour it loud enough. I want to thank everybody for listening. Podcast. I'll be back in Boston <laughs> next week, yes, uh, and I'll be four. having probably shitty sound quality as I usually do thank with you guys. very little energy. Thank you all thank you. for hanging out with us. Thank you. Thank Here we go. Cheers. Clink it up, everybody. One last time. Okay. Is this oh, it's, right. one last time? That's it. We're, 
All right. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night. Everybody. God bless you.